All right, ladies and gentlemen, episode two, Nerves of Steel podcast. It's myself, Raymond Marcus, here together with Sander Dolderman. Sander, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Raymond. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. So we've had a lot of feedback from our first, let's say, pilot uh, podcast episode. Um, to kind of summarize it, I think the biggest thing was make it shorter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, uh, that was actually my goal as well for the first podcast to uh, keep it close to like half an hour. Um, well, we are amateurs at doing podcasts and I had this software on my computer that didn't even show uh, how long we were uh, recording. Uh, but uh, fix that and uh, we, we, yeah, we're going to try and make it uh, close to, uh, to 30 minutes uh, today. So yeah, some of the things that uh, we want to talk about today are the rules of our tournament. So the rules of the Kings of Archery JVD Open upcoming. Uh, we want to go through some of the, let's say, actuals. A lot has happened in the, in the, in the past month we could say. Um, but let's start with ourselves first. So we did an archery tournament not too long ago. Well, well, that, that's that's nothing uh, strange for me, but it is strange <laughs> for you. Yeah, we um, God, it's already like three weeks or four weeks ago. And uh, when we did the last podcast uh, last September, and yeah, we did sign up for national 3d championships. And I, I mean, this was your moment to shine as well, because I mean, a lot of Dutch guys know that you can shoot a pretty decent arrow as well. And uh, so we, we, we came up with this uh, uh, setup to get you uh, a member of my club while we are <laughs> living like two hours apart from each other and uh, to actually try and win the national 3D field championship team uh, event. Um, and well, well, you tell me how did that go? Yes, I can tell you guys, you know, things were going well. I had a full day of uh, preparation, so that's typically enough for any tournament. Uh, I had a bow that was Sanders. Uh, and I think that with like two targets to go, I must have been sitting around fifth or something in the rankings. I was doing quite okay. Some some misses, some some kills, but uh, then I I totally missed the target uh, with three arrows, zero points, and then I was like, I am not coming back tomorrow. I'm not spending another day in the rain, being cold. So I I abandoned you guys. Yeah, you I take were, full responsibility um... for my actions. I'm sorry, I'm shamed, but I abandoned you guys. Yeah, you know the, what the worst part is? Yeah, you were the, the worst shooter in our team because uh, it was you, me, and it was uh, Sandra. And we were actually tied for first after the first day and you freaking bailed out. Still, bailed on us. And I still abandoned you guys. Yeah. Uh, I'm, but sorry. I'm sorry. I, I just have no, you know, I have no backbone. You have no that's backbone. No that's, backbone. That's, that's pretty much it. I am not a winner. I am not a winner. That's yeah. just what it is. You know, what's the opposite oh. of winners is quitters, right? Quitters. Yeah. Quitters will never be winners. That's never been more more effect than yeah. three weeks ago. Yeah, you're, you're, you're an example of that. <laughs> uh, so Sandra and I, we went on. Uh, I won the, 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 the Compound Unlimited category. Sandra, I think she got third. Uh, yeah. and, and with team, I'm not sure if we won it, but I'm pretty positive we could have made the, the, the podium, uh, even with your talent. Um, exactly. So that was pretty much what we uh, we encountered uh, the, the past couple of weeks. Uh, I did some other shoots as well, but mainly I'm just full focused on everything Kings of Archery. Um, I mean, uh, uh, well, one of the pointers for today was questions from the audience and um they say well what, what what kind of things are you struggling with this year well there's 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 a number of things we're struggling with and um well one of them is everything is really expensive these days and um, so we increased our uh, entry fee uh, but we needed to do that to just 
get the same things we did three years ago. Um, so there's a lot of things that uh, that are just like 30 to 40 percent more expensive than we had uh, in 2019. Um, and one other thing is volunteers. I mean, you see after Corona, uh, the, the two years of semi-lockdown, lockdowns and all the stuff that happened back then that we want to forget as quickly as possible. Yeah. Um, you see that people that's, have developed other really interests. I mean, uh, uh, yeah, people have different hobbies now, get two dogs, do dog training, do golf, do, I mean, even I had a had a period that I needed to get more into archery again. I mean, I was I was out of it for roughly a year and a half. Did some tournaments, but mostly I didn't feel the urge to practice if there's no big tournaments. And um, you see, people's interests have changed, and so yeah, you see that even in our. Uh, good organization group uh, that things go a little slower than uh, than, than we did uh, before um, yeah. but we're, we're on the right track now uh, we still got a week and a half well a little bit more two two and a half weeks actually uh, to get everything uh, done and looks good uh, people are looking forward to it um, and uh, so are we so it should be a, should be a good one this year yeah so i want to i want to propose a rule for the tournament so I, do you know the show faulty towers they have a they have a saying in this show that they keep bringing back it's don't mention the war so i want to propose a rule for kings of archery don't mention corona just don't mention it <laughs> and then it doesn't exist so when when you're in our tournament don't mention Corona. <laughs> that that will be a hard one to to say the least. I mean, we're so we happy can try. that we that can try. We we can try. So let's try from now. Um, it's don't not mention the war slash Corona. Both are applicable at this moment. <laughs> yeah, but there are still like current uh, things we need to consider because you can say everything you want, but uh, due to the war we have lesser shooters from ukraine of course because they have all kinds of other stuff to deal with uh, we don't yeah. have people from russia which also speaks for itself we don't have people from belarus we there's there's um i mean for a lot of people over here life just proceeded and we see the war on uh, on the television and it's well pretty far from us to be to be honest but I mean we both know a lot of people that are actually yep. in that conflict and uh, we see a lot of on social media that I mean we just wish it was over and that the people can just go back to living their normal life and start building up uh, their lives again um, but uh, there's a few people from Ukraine coming and I look forward to see those uh, again and on the shooting line and Think about Very anything else than, uh, than than what what's going on at home. Yeah. So let's dive into the actuals of uh, of, of archery. So we yeah. kind of we we started out with just talking about everything that was going on, but we thought up like let's pick two items that we think stood out in the past period. All right. So, so, so I'll, well, give, I'll give the I'll give the honors to you. So two things that stood out these past months. All archery. right, so there were two big tournaments and I'll pick one thing that stood out for me uh, on, on either of them. Uh, so World Field Championships was a couple weeks ago. Um, there were a lot of memorable moments. Uh, one of them being Dave Cousins winning the World Championships again. Uh, Nico Wiener, well, is that's probably one thing I guess you want to talk about. So I'm not yes. gonna I'm not gonna take uh, take that one. Uh, I had that what, on my what, list. What, uh, for me, the moment of the uh, well field championships was actually the immensely high level of shooting in the women's compound gold medal final. I mean, 
I've, I've been in a couple of those finals and I know how shaky you can be and how, how I mean, field for me is like the pinnacle of archery. I mean, it's not only shooting good, but you need to have skills to, uh, to, to, to adjust your equipment for every situation you got with the lighting, with the, with up and down hill, with known and unknown, and uh, Paige and Toya threw it down. I mean, they, I think they dropped two on four targets, uh, which was, I think, two maximum distances and two medium. And they they showed every everyone's boss. I mean, if there was like an open championship, uh, men's versus women, uh, those two would, would be podium content. I'm not gonna say they're gonna win, but I mean, they give a, a scare to a lot of people. They, they, I mean, it was the, the, I think I can honestly say that was the best FIDA of World Archery Field Final I've seen in over a decade. Yes. Yeah. So, so that's my moment. That's, that's my moment of the, I mean, between podcast yeah. one and podcast two. Uh, Page versus Toya. If you haven't seen it, look it up on World Archery uh, uh, YouTube and 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 relive that final. Uh, these girls, they had their equipment sorted, they had their shooting sorted, they had their skills for field archery sorted, and they just delivered. Yeah, and I think that both of these women are two of the most all-around archers as well within compound women archery and then that leads kind of leads in kind of a bridge to my thing that stood out and it's actually more or less a question to you or a question to the audience as well so when or is when did nico wiener become the best compound archer in the world like or is he the best compound archer in the world because so, so yeah i i, I guess where you're going yeah this this kind of snuck up snuck up on me i didn't i didn't fully realize this but he was in the position to become the reigning world indoor outdoor and field champion all right let let me correct you there because there is no world indoor championship anymore um but you're right about the other two uh, i mean uh, i i know nico a couple of years now we we shot we shot a lot of tournaments together on the pro series on the european and world championship field uh, competitions and yeah nico is one of those guys that i mean he puts in a lot of practice so he he can actually shoot really high quality uh, and repetitive shots uh, but he also has like the skill set to judge the skill set to shoot up and downhill. I mean, he comes from Austria. I, I bet if he goes to the grocery store, he has to go up and down as well. Um, <laughs> and, and I mean, I, he's, I, he's the best all-rounder. That's at, at this point in time, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty positive. He won the World Feeder Field of uh, World uh, 50 Meter Championship in Yankton. Yep. And, he won the 3D this year, and yeah. he almost won the World Field Archery uh, Championship. So yeah, uh, if you say who's the best all-rounder at this point, well, there's no question, it's it's Nico. Yeah, but then I, I want to introduce something else to you. I want to introduce the eye, te the eye test. So I when test. I see Nico Wiener shoot, I'm like, this guy does not pass my eye test. And the eye test is, it does it look good? Does it look as if he's as if he's making good shots or does his form, his shooting style, does it suit my eye? Honestly, <laughs> even though the guy is the best in the world, when I see him do that anchor thing and the way he sets up, I'm like, it doesn't pass my eye test. But he still is the best in the world, allegedly. What do you think? Uh, about well, that? I actually, I don't, I don't really care how it looks as long <laughs> as it as it scores. And and what you see with Nico is, yeah, he has this thing when he sets it up, 
and he, I mean, he does, he does a little funky, funky stuff before he anchors, but he does it every time. I mean, I, I don't know if you remember, but Dave Cousins, Peter Elzinga, those guys all had this weird little funky thing. Moves. I mean, if, if you, if you, my, if you, you're, I don't know what qualifies to be good in your eye test, but uh, Rio Wild always has this lean back thing. He was stellar. Brady Allison has this really wide uh, come into anchor thing. Um, I think the only guys that actually pass your eye test is probably like the Korean women. I mean, these Thanks. these girls shoot like 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 it's drawn like in a book. Yes. Um, so I think everybody has his has his thing more or less, and it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't hurt my eyes. I mean, we had we had one of the one of the the listeners, Max uh, Verwoerd. He he asked us if we could cover like uh, people with weird archery techniques that actually work, um, which which we can we can get into now, uh, Marks for for your sake. Well. Raymond's got Nico Wiener with his yes. funky anchor thing. Um, Looks kind of punchy at, at times as well. Uh, a little bit. Maybe I don't on know. the pressure, you know. And I don't know the pressure of, of being in a in a world championship finals. Or you, I don't know dude, what you can do. you cannot even handle the pressure of coming I two days to shoot. So man, I can't even handle the pressure of having to do three three things in one day so i am not suited for that type of stuff anyways <laughs> no but but i i get where you what you what you're saying i mean there's um if you see some lady compounds draw their bow back like you think a oh man girl take 10 pounds off that bow and just try to just draw it back in a normal way um yeah. but i think everybody's got their thing and um, if you if you have uh, like a thing that you can repeat every time, it's uh, it's good enough for me. I mean, uh, yep. as long as you win. I mean, I talked with Chris White uh, this 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 past week, and he said he wasn't practicing, and it was a bit hard for him. And uh, and I said, well, if you suck, make sure it looks good. <laughs> but if you win, it doesn't care how how it looks. Indeed. We're not in a jury sport. The only no. thing that matters is you hit the ten. That's the only thing that matters. You yeah. hit your target. That's what matters. There's no there's no jury. So um let's move on. Yeah. We're already we're already over time. So there's thirty <laughs> yeah, minutes. We need, to, we need to step up. We need to we need to step this up. So Kings of Archery rules. Yeah. One oh one. So maybe the first thing to, to note is that I believe that we're sold out, right? Yeah, actually, that caught us a bit by surprise because uh, we we got this new registration system this year, and usually we just get a notification and that there are no more tickets anymore. And this <laughs> this year, someone just sent me a, a screenshot of our website saying there were no tickets anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we were. Uh, so I thank mean, you for that, whoever it was. Thank you for alerting yeah, us. Yeah, it was it was Olaf from Vlodop. So uh, <laughs> uh, thank thank you, Olaf, for for uh, uh, bringing this to our t attention. Um, yeah, so we're. Um, I mean, uh, we we have space for nine hundred and twelve. Uh, a couple of them uh, are uh, reserved because of people that shoot in a wheelchair, so that that pick up uh, a couple of extra spots. And we still have a couple of sponsors and partners that uh, didn't sign up their uh, pro shooter or uh, uh, partner okay. pick. Yep. Um, so we're close to 900 shooters, uh, which uh, I mean, we think is amazing because you, I mean, uh, it's, it's close to full house. And I mean, we've been away for three years. So it was a big, uh, question mark to see how many people would show up uh, but yeah. i'm glad everybody showed up uh, uh, or well signed up at least um so that's uh, that's a really good thing and we're looking forward forward to it um and yeah i i just wanted to i mean this podcast was also a bit to uh, to to talk about kings of archery as well um yeah. and uh, the the thing i would like to uh, just give a brief explanation of, of how the tournament goes 
Um, and um, no, yeah, uh, that, that's pretty this much it. like a breakdown of the rules, breakdown of the format, like what does the event look like? Which yeah. I think is good. good for me as well. I need a refresher as well. <laughs> people might not know or people may know. I tend to sometimes live by the rules and sometimes not. Yeah, um, we're, 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 yeah. Honest, it there's would, been some issues. It, it would be good for you to to read up on everything it's good that for we me do. to get to yeah. read up on the rules. All right, so so let me uh, start off by um, well, it's it's a two day event um, where we open our registration booths or on uh, on Friday. Um, there's some side events also on Friday. So if you're uh, coming to the tournament and you're already there on Friday from uh, 7 in the evening, uh, registration opens and there's also a side event where you can win some cool prizes. Yeah. Um, you'll, be yeah. hosting, you'll, you'll be hosting that, but we're... Yeah, so uh, then the registration is at the site, it's at the shooting site, yeah, it's, it's not at a separate location. It's at the arena, and so, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that, that's for the Friday. Uh, of yeah. course, we already start building up and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but for archers, um, it's registration uh, only on Friday, and there are practice venues in the area. Uh, we like to uh, to to give back to to our uh, archery community local as clubs. well. So there's a lot of local clubs that uh, open their clubs up for you to practice, uh, and they're usually like in between five to ten minutes away from the from the the majority of hotels and the arena. Um, so starting on Saturday, we got three sessions, um, uh, starting from 7.30 in the morning. And the first session is um, a 60 hour session. Um, you shoot uh, on a triangular Vegas sized uh, target, uh, or if you are a bare bow shooter, you can actually choose to shoot uh, a 40 centimeter, like a single spot face or, or the triangular face, that's, that's your uh, choice. Um, but for recurve and compound, it's just uh, the triangular face. Um, well, we adopt most of the rules that, uh, that, that, that are in the Vegas shoot as well. Um, so you can shoot bigger arrows than 2315s. So the maximum uh, diameter of your arrow can be 27.64 or 10.7 millimeters. So like an Easton X27 or a gold tip triple X or any 27 uh, diameter uh, arrow is allowed to shoot. Uh, you can yep. also shoot with uh, fiber optics and lights uh, on your side. You can shoot it heavier than 60 pounds if you want. Uh, I would rather shoot less than 60 pounds, to be honest, in the winter, but um, you can do that. Um, so we got the three divisions, Recurve, Compound and Barebo, and we got uh, four classes, uh, depending on how many people enter that uh, specific class. So we got women's and men's, and we got women's senior and men's senior. Um, for this event, uh, we will announce it from the 1st of November, because that's pretty much the deadline that you can sign up for the tournament. Um, and then we're going to see how many classes we're actually going to create. Uh, yep. But from the looks of it, for now, we're only going to have a men's compound senior class. There's like 90 archers that signed up for that one. Um, and in the other classes, there were not many seniors. Uh, that signed up, so we're going to merge them with the with the adult class. Um, so, like I said, uh, sixty on Saturday, thirty arrows on Sunday, and um, the Sunday will be uh, re-ranked. So your target assignment will be uh, announced in the week before the tournament for Saturday, and on Sunday we just look at uh, what score you have and we place you on a separate target with people that yeah. have the same score, um, which could eventually be that you're shooting first, second or third session. We don't know yet, um, but we know it on Saturday and we will inform you by putting the target list on our website. We're going to email you your target and your score. Um, so there's a number of ways we're going to uh, inform the archers of where they're going to shoot. Um, well, 
some things different differ than, than, than normal is the shooting order. Um, so we shoot with maximum of four archers per target and two archers will shoot at the same time. So AB will shoot together and CD will shoot together. And AB will shoot on the bottom targets. Um, so that's a bit different than what we're used to. Usually we shoot uh, on, the, on the vertical face. Uh, now we shoot on the triangular face and we shoot AB in the bottom, CD in the top. Um, the first half, so on Saturday that's the first 30 arrows, and on Sunday it's the first 15 arrows. AB will start every end, also the practice ends, and the second half CD will shoot as first, and they will start on the bottom. So you yeah. not only shoot the it's shooting order, but you also shoot uh, from top to bottom and from bottom to top. Um, we've seen this. We've seen this go wrong. Oh yeah, that goes. That goes we're gonna wrong. Try to, we're going to try to announce it as many times as possible on the field as well to keep everybody sharp and and ready for this switch. But I mean, there's one guy. There's all. There is always that one guy. I've been that guy once in in Vegas as well. <laughs> um, and. You, I mean, you know, everybody there in, on the championship line in Vegas is just thinking about the one target they need to shoot, yeah. like for the first one or two ends after the switch. Um, so bear that in mind. I mean, help yourself, but also help your the guy that's standing next to you by just reminding him like, hey, shoot the bottom or shoot the top or yeah. uh, uh, something like, uh, like that. Um, so, well, target faces already uh, uh, told you about. Um, scoring is something different, of course, that we have uh, for compound. It's uh, the, the big 10s or the recurve 10 to be, uh, it counts as 10. And uh, for recurve and bear, but we would like to make it just as challenging or, well, actually, it sounds a bit easier because as a recurve archer, I mean, how easy is it to just shoot 30 uh, times uh, an arrow into the yellow? Um, it sounds more easier, easy than it, than it is. Um, yes. So that's, that's pretty much the same feeling we got as compound archers when we shoot a Vegas style tournament. I mean, it's a bigger 10, you got bigger arrows, so it should be easy, but it's just a mental thing. It's a, it's a mind. It's a mind game that's yep. being played. Yeah, it's no longer about hitting your target. It's about not missing it. And that's a totally, totally different approach. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Miss one, you're out. That's pretty much yeah. it. How it goes with, with compound men. And we see that with recurve men, uh, it's starting to go that way as well. So uh, yeah. that that's cool to see. And um, so for recurve, um, you don't score a nine. So the whole yellow is 10. And then you got eight, seven, six. And uh, for Bearbo, of course, you also have the other numbers below six. Um, and um, well, that we got specific things for uh, how we do the finals. Uh, just read up on it if you make the final. Um, that's that's good. Um, another another thing that's also uh, uh, one thing to mention now is the joke around. Um, so. We like to give pretty much everyone a chance of making the final. Uh, you know, if you shoot your first one in the nine and you're shooting compound mans, you're pretty much done for the weekend because a 900 is actually mandatory to get to the finals. If you shoot, if you do not shoot a 900, but you're in the top eight, uh, you're lucky because the top eight will also advance to the finals. Usually with compound, 900 is top eight. Uh, Last year, I think we had 10 or 11, um, but in all the other classes, there haven't, hasn't been a year that we had eight, nine hundreds. Um, so you're not completely out of it when you shoot one eight or two eights in the recurve division, but just, I mean, pound that yellow. Um, so the joke around is one last uh, chance yes. of, of making the final. Um, we try to make that easier as well for this year. Um, so we're gonna announce the joke around target assignments uh, on Saturday. So based on the first 60 arrows that you uh, shoot, 
Um, we're gonna make target assignments already. They are ready for you at the venue, at our website. And we also email them to you so you know where you're gonna stand. Uh, we shoot A, B, C, D, E, F. Everybody yeah. gets his own specific spot to shoot at. And we do like a three arrow uh, shoot off with, for compound it's a maximum of 200 shooters. So you shoot with 200, a shoot off with 200 guys. Um, uh, for one spot. For one spot, which I mean, the the the, the, I, the the fun thing about that is that you never know who's gonna win because pretty much all the eight ninety nines are in there, uh, so you you can be shooting off against like a former world champion like Sebastian Pinot last year, and uh, but I mean you only have to have one lucky shot, um, and that's that third arrow of uh, of the shoot off, uh, which is uh, I think it's an inside out. Uh, scored uh, x-ray um so yeah there's i mean there's there's been uh, it's there's been upsets uh, in 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 that in that joke around and um so the joker is all or nothing i mean uh, the joker can i mean if he wins of course he's just the kings of archery champion if he uh doesn't make the uh, uh, first place he will just be drop down to uh, whatever his place his, he, he was so yeah. um, so he can only win or he can just go uh, go back to where he came from um, yeah. so if if the joker ends up like in second place or whatever he will just be dropped out of the rankings and the one that's third will be second and the one that's fourth will be third so yeah. um joker you can only win or lose um which makes it really interesting the same thing for for the vegas championship for instance i'm a uh, sergio parni a friend of uh, of mine in in italy he uh, he won vegas as a as a joker i think he was the joker first really. one um and i mean that was that was just unbelievable um it's questionable some people like it some people don't uh but i think it's a great opportunity for uh for for just anyone to to make it into one of those big finals um so that's that's pretty much uh a, a short recap of of the most important things you have to consider uh during uh during shooting our event yeah and then most of it will also just be explained in the tournament itself so we're very very much talking you through it when you're there and uh we're gonna try to of course uh, help everyone out with questions and yeah feel free to ask but most will be told at the tournament as well yep and in the information uh, flyer that you get in your goodie bag um so uh, that you can pick up on friday or on saturday morning um All so right, that's pretty much it what i would uh, would, would, would would tell you or uh, you guys about uh, about the basics of uh, of the tournament so we're gonna go to uh, we're gonna wrap it up with our with our with our favorite segment of the show. So you hate to see it. Yeah, yeah, that so was you. You have sent me a picture. This is from the last episode. So in the last episode, the thing that I hated to see was Crocs on, on an archery <laughs> tournament. So you had the the the. You were bold enough to send me a picture of yourself wearing Crocs on an archery field, so I might have to discontinue or or, or take you out of my my phone list or something. I might have to cancel you for that. Well, well, y you told me you hated to see people on the archery range. I was just shooting in my backyard on Crocs, but yeah, I <laughs> guess right. I guess I broke I broke your rule, um, and maybe it was just a little bit to piss you off, though. But we did get a lot of reactions on, uh, on on this topic. I know a couple of Dutch guys that actually said, uh, "Frick it, I'm just going uh, to Kings of Archery on my Crocs and and just gonna uh, piss off Raymond." Uh, yeah. Which, which, yell at Max. I, I dare you guys to just do it. Um, I like to see Raymond pissed off. As, I mean, that's that's just funny as hell. Um, so, um, yeah. I think they don't realize the the full extent of my of my powers at Kings of Archery. <laughs> so, I got you guys. I challenge you to do it, but 
No. There might be bands. <laughs> there might be bands. You know, you can't get banned by me. And it's not maybe a tournament ban. It's it's more a personal ban. So I'm just banning you from my environment. I don't think they care, uh, Raymond. That's know. true. No. These youngsters, they don't care about anything anymore. Yeah, I also got some comments from the the, the wearing the quiver over your T-shirt thing. Uh, actually, a couple guys in my practice group uh, did that and. Uh, they uh, said, well, it just just keeps my shirt from flying everywhere. And then, <laughs> then you told me there were like a couple of really good ones, like the, the number one in the world female archer. I'm not going to uh, say her name, but she, she was doing that as well. And um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm not, I still think it doesn't, it, look, it doesn't look good. Yeah, so stop it. Um, all right, all right. New, new things, Raymond. I, I got new one. Um, I've got one too. So, and that was actually where we, what, what we talked about in the beginning, like people that have these, like weird things going, uh, like either like a weird setup on their bow of like a weird technique or something weird, and they they just shoot lights out. Like where where you just when you you know you come and you come at a tournament and 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 you know there's always this guy that you think's like what what the hell has he got on his bow or what what funky release is he shooting and then at the end of the tournament he's like second or or something like that yeah or guys that flinch like three times like and then yeah yeah I remember there was this guy from. in the tent. He was from San Salvador or uh, Jorge Jimenez. Jorge Jimenez. Yeah. The, yeah, that the guy. hero from I mean, El Salvador. That guy was, that's the OG legend. Anybody that doesn't know Jorge Jimenez, Google him, go on YouTube, watch some of his finals from like 2009 or something. Incredible. My personal hero. <laughs> yeah, he was really like a flinchy McFlinch on the 70 oh. meters and... I mean, if this anybody... guy flinched like three times. I mean, even worse than like Mikey oh, Slusher, and and just freaking nails it. Um, and and if... I I I mean, there there's also this this guy from Belgium. I'm not sure if he still shoots, but his name was Peter, and and uh, I don't remember his last name name anymore. But he shot with his pinky in his ear. Um, maybe you you remember this guy? Yeah, that, yes. that's the one. And. I mean, he shot for the Belgian team. I don't know if he if he really won big tournaments or anything like that. But I know he shot. He shot. It is here. He shot. He shot good, but he always had his pinky in his ear, just like really freaking in, in it. it, like 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 yeah. the full first part of it was <laughs> in his ear. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, yeah you know, I know every once in a while that you that you just come up, and I know Peter Alzuga is one of those guys that that gets gets annoyed a little bit with that because he always focuses on perfect form, and and I mean he's he's good at doing that, and then you got this this guy next to you just flinching all around, and he beats you by yeah. God knows how many points. So that's that's uh, I hate to see that. Fully agree with you. Fully agree with you. So we're going to wrap this up with my personal, you hate to see it. <laughs> so what I really, really hate to see. And everybody that, that the, the guys that do this, they will feel like I'm talking about them. I am talking about you. So <laughs> okay. What, what practice, practice range champions. Oh. So whenever you go to an archery tournament, there's always going to be not one, not two, but multiple people that come to you and they start talking about how good they're shooting in practice. Like I've been practicing and I've been shooting this score and I've been shooting that score. I've been doing so good. And then they end up shooting like shit. They always end up shooting like shit and then they they turned this around where before the the round they were like oh I'm, I'm doing so good in practice and then they're gonna start whining once things go wrong it's gonna be like i don't get this i don't know why it's going wrong it's always within the tournament that it's go it's going wrong but whatever i'm practicing i'm doing so good <laughs> guys just stop 
please just quit archery just find another hobby i i just can't handle any more of it there's so many of these people i think that's a bit harsh though to say just oh. quit archery i mean uh um, but but i hear what you're saying i mean i'm this, over it i mean the the past couple of years you, you you i mean it's easier to show how good you're in practice with just posting photos of it i mean i i know i've done that uh, once in once and once or twice and and just fuck up on on a tournament uh i, I probably <laughs> cannot say that but you know what i mean um and i mean yeah you hate to see it there but there's there's a lot of people um on the other hand there are also people that I don't want to see them show their practice rounds. I mean, every like year just before Vegas, um, you just get worried if you see like the the target faces from Christopher Perkins. I mean, this guy. Hey, props to Chris. I don't know if you're listening, Chris. Probably not. But I mean, if this guy. If he posts his practice targets, like targets I just, I just yeah. you just want to quit as well. I just, want, just want to cancel like, my ticket to Vegas and just yeah. say, like, <laughs> fuck it. I mean, he all, I mean, he always lives up to it. I mean, and, yeah. and that's, 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 that's the thing with, with some of the, the greatest, uh, archers. Um, and I consider you one of them, uh, Chris, um, yeah. I mean, Unreal. he posts like 30x this, 30x that, 30x this, and you just know it's it's true. Um, but also that he's just gonna do like an 88, an 87, or an 89x in Vegas, and he's done that a couple of times. So yeah, yeah if you're if you're the the guy that like that's like Chris Perkins, be more like Chris. Just yeah. shoot what you do in practice brag about it and do it in a tournament that's okay um that's okay you can do that but don't show up talking about how good you are then shoot like shit, and then start whining about things not going your way and things are going wrong and why just keep it to yourself mates you know keep it to yourselves we don't want to hear it <laughs> you don't want to hear it you don't want to hear just, just personal just, just, just... enjoyment we don't need you guys whining we don't need it. Well, I'm not in your anno uh, annoyance zone, Raymond. I'm, I'm not annoyed by that as much as you are, apparently. I'm, honestly, you never had a tournament, so I don't know when yeah, you right. encountered this. this uh, Maybe that's why I quit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, All yeah. Right. So, How about uh, quitting? Yeah. Time to wrap this up. Absolutely. So I think our next episode will probably be uh, recorded at the, the, at the tournament. Yeah, I think uh, it's a Friday uh, Friday yeah. evening at the at the event that we're uh, yeah. that we're going to record one uh, yeah. one as well. Uh, we we might, might have some uh, might have some interesting cameras. guests. Um, yeah, we might even have some cameras with it, so it might be like a live show slash podcast. And then there's probably going to be a recap one after the after the tournament as well. Yeah, absolutely. So um, yeah. Uh, just a last call for you uh, listeners: if you get funded by uh, Raymond. Uh, just to send us a comment he, he will probably not read it uh, but if you have some other uh, things that we need to cover in this episode uh, like one thing you actually hate to see it uh, we did get a couple of, uh, of, of, of interesting points that we might can, might uh, talk about in next episode Raymond yes. but also uh, if you have any comments anything we need to cover uh, just let us know uh, through either a comment in this section or to uh, RaymondMarcus92 at Hotmail.com. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> is that real? I, I don't no, know. No, it's not right. It's that's not. brilliant. Thanks for that. <laughs> All right, guys, that's it for this time. Uh, 45 minutes. We'll try to make it shorter every time. Um, so, ciao. See you guys at the tournament. All right. Thank you, Raymond. And talk to you later, guys.
So, uh, all right, Raymond. So, so one more segment, and then we're gonna wrap it up. Then it's done. I don't know how long we've been. We've already been recording for way too long, probably. Yeah. Don't care. So, the nerve. So this is something that we can tie to our to our nerves of steel podcast. So the nerve to do something, to do something outrageous, to do something bold, and this can be past or present, but the nerve to actually do it. Well, well, actually wearing Crocs to the archery range. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> definitely, you need a lot of nerve to do that. No, definitely. But I'm, 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 I'm sensing you're you're aiming at something else. Yeah, more and more stuff that's that's really. You know, you 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 show up uh, at an archery shoot, and you know that the legal limit is sixty pounds, but you show up and your bow gets checked, and it turns out to be sixty-two pounds. I mean, the nerve <laughs> to show up and do that! I, I on the one hand, it's a, it's it's bold because you're trying to get an advantage over the field. You might not even know that you have that advantage. That's also the reality for a lot of people. But you're trying to like you're you're walking a fine line there because if if they find out before the shoot you're gonna have to turn your bow back down all your all your 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 preparation and your tuning will be off so I have, that's I something have, nervy. I have to say this is a really bad example. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Who cares if you shoot two pounds more? I mean, you just pull that 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 thing hey, I, I, back, and I mean, man, I care, oof, oof. I care. I mean, you're trying to get an advantage over people. Yeah, with freaking two pounds extra. Yeah, that, that's gonna make a whole lot of difference. Hey, on my level, on my mediocre level of archery, I need anything I can get. If I can get two pounds more, I will get two pounds more. Well, if I can get a diameter arrow that's too big, I'll do it. As long as I can get away with it. Yeah, yeah, that was what Lance Armstrong said when he used yeah, doping, though. Yeah. So uh, don't get into those ty types of things, kids. Don't do uh, it. I think this 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 segment needs a little work, uh, Raymond. Um, uh, let's let's rethink and and come back 